The following program is brought to you in living color on NBC. That's right. We're in living color. We're all back together. Woohoo! And Sammy Davis Jr. is singing. What more can we ask for? Come on. Amazing morning. Good morning, everybody. And welcome to Jason and Alexis in the morning. You are listening to Hour 2. Oh, listen to listen to Sammy. Oh, my goodness. Beautiful. A great holiday tune. Another good throwback. It is Monday, November 27th, 2023. Thanks for being here, everybody. Holly, do you still have sand in your shoes? Just checking in on you. Still sand? A little bit. Okay. okay. Pushing up against my toes. That's right. Nice. Yeah. Lex, have you found a funny poopy here yet? Or is he silly still, poopy? Um, silly poopy. Yeah, that one I think hiding? the batteries ran out. Oops. Yeah. Oh, come Sorry. on. Yeah. Yeah, we went to the too engineer's much. corner and go and get some batteries. Oh, no. that's That door's locked. Mm hmm. <laughs> locked. Like Al uh, Gore's lockbox. Yep. Um, mm hmm. Listen, yep. hour one, if you want to know what silly poopy is. Uh, it's a. Uh, Great game for all ages. Classic. Mm-hmm. Or will be a classic mm-hmm. holiday gift or birthday yeah. gift. That's a, how my son got it. Yeah. Yep. Are you um, still feeling on Valentino popcorn oh yeah. in your mouth there, oh, Jason? Valentino the goat there from Wish. Yeah. Oh. My popcorn bucket. I'm popcorn so. Popcorn bucket. Um, he's just the cutest thing. And I know the movie did not do. We just ended the hour talking about the box office, the holiday box office, uh, the. Hunger Games prequel was number one, Napoleon two, Wish three. Mm-hmm. But I know this is anecdotal, but yeah. I can uh, I, looking at I was in several several Disney World stores over the weekend over the week, um, because I love merch, and kids were grabbing this stuff. I saw a lot yes. of people holding. You know, there's a, a little another little character star, and it's a little star girl. There were pillows. And little girls and little boys and little little adults like me, they, people were buying those toys. They were buying the little pillows. I saw a couple of what I'm holding, the little popcorn buckets. So I know the movie didn't do well this weekend, but the merch sure was in a lot of people's bags over the weekend. I did see that. Nice, and that's what they really care about. Oh, yeah. Makes Sell sense. that merch. Mm-hmm. Um, but so we'll begin this hour, though. Lex, you did not get this joy. You were off enjoying a time with your mom, uh, checking off things on your on the Emily on the Emily list. Yeah, oh. things to do. Mm-hmm. Still Holly, recovering from that. Holly brought us a fabulous new thing. Ooh, uh, that we're going to check in on every so often, and we think you're going to love it, Lex. Ooh, okay. What's that? Pluto TV has a brand new channel. Have you heard about this, Lex? Uh, what's that? 24 hour car chases. No. 24 hour, 24 hours a day car chases. But this is like cops or are we talking? Oh, no. From around the country. 24 hour car chases, mainly from LA. Yep. Okay. (laughs) Mainly from LA. Uh, some live, some on demand. And we have it up right now, Holly. I have it up. Oh, okay. We're going to go check in right now. A pursuit is happening, Lex. Uh, A pursuit. A suspect is wanted for grand theft. This is happening in San Bernardino. 
Let's check in. There's a chopper. So there's no no idea whether he has some other weapon. Sky nine, Alexis. Oh, there's still that factor. Stephanie, is this an overpass that he's been on before? Is this an, a new direction? Uh, I'm not quite sure. He's done so many loop to loops here, but he's now now we're hearing he's transitioning west on the 210, so uh, the oh. Foothill Freeway. So as he's coming out of San Bernardino, soon he's going to hit R Rialto, yeah. Fontana, Rancho Cucamonga. Oh, oh. Rancho Cucamonga! Oh my gosh! My uncle yeah. lived and there. He's just listing off as they're going down the freeway on the map area, from the Inland Empire into the San Gabriel Valley, it, it, it tends to get... He's in a white truck? Wait, so these commentators are specific to this channel? This is, no. This or is this is like a news report? This is a news report. This is from KCAL 9. Oh, so they just compile all of the... Oh. Yes. Is this the new cops? Kinda. Yeah, it's very meditative. Uh, I just found out, Lex, he has stolen thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars in construction equipment. Horrific situation. Whoa. If we're in downtown Los Angeles, where it's that spaghetti bowl of all those different freeways, but the West 210, you've got a lot of options there as far as lanes and speed. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, Lex. you don't have to worry about the traffic on the 110 because, no. oh, getting in the carpool nope. lane. Oh, in, in the, the carpool car lane. Oh, 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 out of the carpool lane. Oh, oh, oh. oh. Hit the side. He's off. Off, off the, the shoulder into oh. the dirt, and it looks like the truck has, has crashed over onto its side. So we'll see oh, if no. the driver is injured, if he tries to get out of the vehicle, and you can see the back wheel still spinning. He landed on the driver's side. Oh, my God. <laughs> Thank you for that. <laughs> yeah. doesn't look like there's any doesn't. movement of him trying to get out of that door just yet. Oh, no. Have to believe that he probably was not wearing a seatbelt because we saw him getting out of the vehicle. Oh, my gosh. So, again, this is the end of a pursuit, it appears, in San Bernardino. The pursuit's been going on for more than an hour. Oh, my goodness. Oh my wait, 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 where do I watch this? You watch Pluto this on, TV. Yep. On Pluto. Okay. Car Pluto chase. TV. Pluto TV. Okay. That's right. So, from time to time, not that we don't love Kenny, this is a supplement to Kenny. Think of this as your vitamins, supplements to Kenny. Real traffic, and this is fake traffic. Oh. Mm -hmm. This is oh. like your oval team. This is, thank you. you what if we'll ever make it? You think so? A mini we so don't we have, have car chases here. No, in really. no, we don't. We don't have the helicopter culture. No. Oh, no. right. This is all, Lex, I mentioned yeah, this when cute. Holly brought this to us. Uh, my, 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 uh, well, our, our friend, uh, Haley, hey, hey, Haley, works at uh, Good Day LA in LA. This yeah. is all she does. This wow. is all, I mean, this follows a, it. Oh, this is a car chase. There's a car chase every day in LA. Every day in the news, and it gets it gets cowabunga ratings. That's why the news is. That's why the stations do it. You can't you can't turn away. Wow. Mm -hmm. So this is just Pluto TV. So this is just a compilation or live footage as someone is yeah racing away from the cops, and I, I wonder how they they must just have deals with these TV, All these TV stations, stations to just. Live, yep. take them live. Interesting. Yep. So, yeah, 24 I'm, hours a day. Uh -huh. These are a lot of these are previously recorded. Previously recorded. Yeah, yeah. they just re replay them, right? Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. But there we go. You can find it on Pluto TV <laughs> under Reality, and the channel is called Car Chase. Oh, I just so put a good. link up on our show page too. If you're Perfect. driving, going, what was that again? What was that again? Don't worry, yeah. check it out. Check it's it on Alexa's show page. Yes, it's in between the Cops Channel. Mm. And Dog the Bounty Hunter. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's on Pluto, too. <laughs> That's it. That's it.
<laughs> hey, that's quality entertainment for right? days. Right? <laughs> yeah. When we come back, uh, we'll do TV talk in our third hour because there's just so much to get to. But when we oh my come gosh, back, yes. this popped over the holiday week. Hall and Oates are suing each other. What the hell? Mm. Hollywood. Jason and Alexis in the morning, live on my talk. Later in your convenience on our app. And if you miss that, the three of us, for enough money, will come and perform the show in your living room. Yeah, no one's ever taken us up on that offer, Jace. No, surge pricing Not yet. is applied, just FYI. During the holidays, we are more expensive. <laughs> right. We're a price upon request oh, experience. Yeah. Right. We will be live on Thursday at Junk Bonanza in Canterbury oh, Park. Right. I, I got to write that That's going to be fun. Got to write that down. Mm-hmm. Okay, Jason. Don't a special drive. Christmas show. Yeah, don't drive. Don't oh, drive yeah. to station. Uh-uh. Okay. Nope. Uh, when is that? It's Thursday. Thursday, okay. November thirtieth. Are you excited? Because it's your. These are your. I'm people, excited. Lex. These are my people. John is just awesome, and um, he's well. He organizes the whole event. There's a hundred vendors, so if you're looking for some vintage Christmas, cool mm-hmm. antiques, you never know what you're gonna find. That's what is so fun. It feels like a treasure hunt. This is uh, benefiting. This is the 92nd annual Santa Mm. Project benefiting Ronald McDonald House Charities. Yes. Um, And it's presented by Children's Theater Company. So write this down, everybody. You just heard Alexis. We're we're at uh, Canterbury on Thursday. And then Bradley and Dawn, the day before, they are going to be doing a virtual Santa stop. Uh, during their show, also presented by Children's Theater. You can see a full list of all the broadcast at mytalk1071.com. Use keyword Santa. Oh, and and you guys are going to be very um, excited to see. And it's it's thrilling because Thursday's early bird. So the people coming have paid $20 to shop early. Oh, and God. they got the wily eye. You know what I'm talking about? No, they're what getting, is that? They're looking in there and they're just like, ooh, ooh, ooh. Because there's so much to see. But yeah. there's, you know, people have their, there are certain things on their list that they're looking for, right? Yeah. So a lot of times you'll find, you know, if doing a lot of these shows, you'll see those early birds, they have a specific list of things that they're looking for. And their eyes are like, their eagle eyes, just so focused on everything. And then finally they can relax after they've looked at everything. Are they the but professionals, is, Lex? Oh, the early birds? There's the, the, the professionals. These are the pros. Um, who just, yeah, want to look around and, and get those things off their list. But, woo, it is intense, that first okay. early bird day. Thursday, everybody, so join us. Junk mm-hmm. Bonanza at Canterbury. Join us, please, will you? Yes. Won't you? Super fun. Make it a day. Yeah, you can always get um, a Bloody Mary, too. They had a bunch of stuff on it as well. It's, just, it's a meal be, as well. I'll be doing that. Oh, wait, we're working. But, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Details. Details. Um, Holly, what's going on with Hall Notes? I haven't ever said that on our show before. Yeah. <laughs> Daryl Hall is suing John Oates. Oh, no. They have been together as a musical duo basically since the early 70s. Yeah. And these two have some serious beef now. Daryl Hall is suing John Oates over his plan to sell his stake in a joint venture. Now, this news broke over the holiday week, and it was like, what the heck is going on with these two? Well, now we figured out what what the heck is going on. It's that John Oates wanted to sell 
his share of their music catalog to a company that already owns a significant stake in the Holland Oats song catalog. Oh, and Daryl oh. Hall was like, I can't go for that. No can do. I'm going <laughs> to sue you and I'm going to file a st- <laughs> thank you. And mm-hmm. I'm going to file a restraining order against you. Oh, oh. no. Yeah. Was our fighting? Mm-hmm. Were they fighting physically? Maybe it's well, just intimidation. I don't think that they were solving their legal bows with a backyard fight. Oh, now that would be <laughs> that would be news oh. to throw it down. Now, oh. interestingly enough, you know this would be what a lot of music artists have been doing in the past couple couple of years. Excuse me. They find these companies. These companies are willing to pay a significant amount of money, tens if not hundreds of millions of dollars for the rights to the publishing catalog of classic rock stars. We've seen Bob Dylan do this. Bruce Springsteen has done it. Paul Simon has done it. Even Justin Timberlake has sold the publishing rights to these companies because they want the lump sum of cash, and they're like, do what you will with our uh, song catalog. Now, apparently, Daryl Hall and uh, John Oates went into this kind of arrangement maybe about 15 years ago. But Daryl Hall has been public about the fact that he regrets doing that. So now the fact that uh, John Oates wants to cash in the rest of his, uh, a part of the publishing deal. Mm. Then the majority would sway to this other person or the interested party. Exactly. Yes. Well, I mean, (gasps) Hall and Oates. You you can't, I mean, you sign the deal. You can't be doing something like that alone. That's the danger of this. I wonder if you can buy him out. Exactly. Hmm. Now, the case is going to be taken up on November 30th. So these two will be back in court this week to try to figure it out. But as of right now, John Oates, his sale to primary wave, it has been blocked by a judge. So they got to figure this out. Ooh, cautionary tale. Can't go for that. Can't go for that. No can do. (laughs) No can do. I can't go for that. No. I like hauling Oates. The last anyway. time they uh-huh. the last time they worked together and they released any kind of album was back in 2006. So oh, these oh. guys, you know, they have toured together. They have done some concerts, but they pretty much are leading separate lives at this point. Yeah. Well. Yeah, it happens. It's, it's been a while. Yeah. It. Uh huh. And to sure have does. that understanding that, gosh, it's so hard to anticipate what the issues will be. But I guess now with the precedent, and I'm sure this is this is not new. This happened with many duos or maybe even trios mm-hmm. to have that conversation beforehand and, and really stick to it, even though I know minds can change. But how are they going to resolve this? Mm-hmm. I, I won't have a Hall of Notes reunion <laughs> on my 2024 bingo card. That's Ooh, for sure. Yeah. Exactly. Especially with the stadium, maybe maybe 200 yards from each other. Yeah. Now, interestingly enough, I'm you know I'm surprised that Daryl Hall is mm, that he's not going for this as well because I feel like there's a certain shelf life. I understand now yep. he he has spoken publicly even just a couple of years ago talking about the disappointment of the sale of his back catalog, which is what I was referencing before. So they've already sold a stake in a lot of their songs. But he's like, look, artists, maintain your publishing rights. That's all you have. That is where the money is. That's what Dolly says. And and Dolly is right. I would make the argument, though, you know, you have to weigh the difference where it's like, hey, do I enjoy this lump sum or do I enjoy the publishing rights? I don't it's it's something you want to cash in. Yeah. And if you're yeah, I'm just being blunt. If you're hitting uh, if you're hitting. Yep. 
Seven mm-hmm. each. You know what I'm going to say? If you're, yep. I mean, Tikka Taka. This ain't forever. Yeah, I wonder if this is a like a family decision. If if the, I, I guess the next of kin is children, nephews or nieces, you know, whoever. Maybe yeah. they're having some second thoughts about it too. Maybe they want to be more involved. Sure. Maybe they don't go I, for that that's... either. No. <laughs> also, Daryl Hall. Just a fun yeah. fact. He he does yeah. look like a, this is for Alexis. He is looking like Ron Perlman from Beauty and the Beast these days. Oh wow! So, enjoy. Catherine. Okay. Catherine. <laughs> Catherine. Oh, but you have to weigh how much are people going to be interested oh, in Hollow Notes moving forward? Yeah. Versus cashing out because yeah, these things do have a, a shelf life, and a company like Primary Wave Music can exploit these songs in a way that maybe perhaps you can't. I, you know. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hello, Beauty and the Beast. Catherine. Yeah. Catherine. It's a facial hair, too. I think it is. Kind of, you know, shapes the. Yeah. Yeah. When we come back, no game today. There's just too much. We've been gone for a while. We, there's just so much to get oh, to. We'll, yes. we'll, we'll, we'll do a little television uh, here because I can't wait. To hear Alexis Kabubowicz Thompson's view of the game version of the Squid Game, <laughs> I can't wait. Plus, she uh, watched the new Fraser too. She loved the first. How does she think about the second, the reboot? Mm. You know, the holidays are a time for family and friends, but too many of our neighbors are worrying if they have enough food to get them through the week. So. I'm asking you to join me in giving. Maybe it's volunteering or a financial donation to Second Harvest Heartland. It is Minnesota's largest food bank. And on average, they distribute more than 325,000 pounds of food a day. Wow, 325,000 pounds of food a day to local food shelves to help the immediate threat of hunger, but also advocate tirelessly across the state and country to provide innovative programs and initiatives to help stop hunger before it hits. And they do a fabulous job of making it very easy for you to volunteer and to donate. All you need to do is go to twoharvest.org slash give. That's the number two, harvest.org slash give. Take action today. Taste test. Taste test. I'm in. Oh, could I just try a little sample? Give me a taste. Just a bit. Just a taste. It tastes cheesier. Let your taste decide. Jason and Alexis present TV Taste Test. Welcome back, Jason and Alexis. In the morning, we watch TV so you don't have to. Uh, a lot of TV to catch up on. Uh, Ooh, we won't so get much. to all of it today. Uh, we'll get to more tomorrow. But right now, no game, only TV. Alexis watched not one but two things. Uh, mm-hmm. Let's begin uh, with the real, I put real in quotes. <laughs> yeah. The game version, the competition version of Squid Game on Netflix, the challenge. Yeah. Talk to us. Talk to us. Guys, I did not want to like this. Oh, God. You did, didn't you? But I'm totally in. I'm in. I can't oh. help it. Ah! Oh this looks like sanctioned torture. It pretty much is, but they get you. You know, they start telling the stories about the people, and some of them are just so absolutely ridiculous and over the top that I had to know, will they make it or not? This is based off Squid Game, 456 members of, uh, you know, 
common folk. We're all they're they're there competing in this reality show. There's a mother son team. There's um play, all over the country people who want to win more than four million dollars. Isn't That's that crazy? Crazy. Well, last Wednesday, five episodes dropped. This Wednesday, I don't know if they're going to drop the last five, but there's ten total of episodes, and I watched them all in a row. Oh, I just you watched all of them. You know how it just like starts playing the next one. I was in, and I just kept watching. Oh, in a row, in, in a, a row. row. Yes. So it got me. I'm in. I got to see what happens. They did most of the challenges. They did the red light, green light, like the first one. And the set must have cost millions to make because it looks exactly like the movie. They all have their jumpsuits on. Yeah. And instead of, you know, killing them like they do in the show, they have like these like chest packs of with fake blood in it. So the the funniest part about this is that they're like if you move in the red light, green light, you know, you're gone. They explode these little, like, packs of fake blood, and then they pretend to die. So they fall back like it's their dramatic moment to die. And that is super funny as well. They do the cookie challenge, you know, where they have to lick the back of the honeycomb. And then figuring out, you know, what shape each line gets. The reason why I think I like this, the challenge and the original, is because it's such a study of human behavior in groups, right? So you wonder, like, how are you going to play this? Are you going to be, like, there's one character later on who, in, like, the fifth episode, decides, I'm going to step up and volunteers for a challenge. And she gets to eventually send some people home. And the rationale, like, she, who she decided to send home, now everyone who's left is, like, she's, a like, a strong player. But she was really unknown before that, you know, like where do they make their mark and what are they going to do? So it's very interesting just for that alone. That's why I think I I'm so attracted to games or shows like Squid Game because it's just so fascinating. I can't believe you tore through all of them. Oh, same. And you weren't stressed watching this, Alexis. Oh, it's very stressful. But here's the deal. Because they're not dying like in the original Squid Game, I feel like the stakes are just so much lower. Uh, so, you you know, you just you just kind of go with it. And then they do like these. It almost looks like a police investigation. It's, they're in a dark room at a table by themselves. They're answering questions from a producer, but they're talking about their lives and, you know, what this money would mean to them. So they kind of go back and forth. So I think they do a good job of telling the story of the people, but then... Uh, you know, you see them in the challenge. So you do get that, like, um, you care about, you start caring about some of these contestants yeah. in a way that you just didn't think so. Because, you know, 456 people, that's overwhelming. But they they knew, they know what they're doing when they're telling the story of, let's highlight, you know, five. And then you're, then you're invested, you know? Yeah. So I'm invested. I, I really am. Are they short episodes? They're like 45 minutes, I want to say. Okay. Something like that. Okay, that's good. Yeah. And instead of doing like a tug of war, they did a game of Battleship. Oh. And that was really interesting. And there's just some people, the way that that they have them leave the competition, 
Man, it is cutthroat. But that's the name of the game. I I think I'm gonna watch. Well, yeah, I'm gonna yeah, try just this out. Because I liked we liked uh, we liked Squid Game. Mm-hmm. Colin and I really enjoyed. I really enjoyed it. So hard to watch, but oh, it is okay. Well, this one, yeah, because they're not dying. Uh, no. That makes it a little bit easier. Oh, I'm glad the threshold is there. Well, there's <laughs> Thank no you. actual I... death. Yeah. So you can have fun with the whole family. But <laughs> there, it's just, it does get really intense, though, because, you know, like $4 million, I can change someone's life easily. And so some of the choices that they have to make and just the intensity, because it's so immersive, Yeah. this experience for them, you know, it's kind of laughable sometimes because you're just like, really? But I can imagine if you're sleeping at like they did the whole like bunk bed thing. Remember where they slept? Yeah. They they sleep in the they did everything in terms of like the show. It's so immersive that, you know, they don't have their phones or probably just they're hungry. (laughs) (laughs) They're hungry. (sighs) Are you going to watch this haul? Absolutely not. No, I can't see this being your thing, Holly. No, Uh, I did not watch the original series. Oh, Squid that game on Netflix. It, oh. it just looked too stressful. Yeah. You know, uh, I think in my spare time, I watch too many things like the news. Yeah. So it is not where I choose to escape. I can't wait. <laughs> I cannot wait. <laughs> oh. I, I, I'm digging into this girl. I'm. Yeah, I think you're going to be in this. it, too. Oh, and all of a sudden yeah. you're like, wait, I just watched all of what's available. What just happened? <laughs> yeah, that'll be me. Like, what happened to my afternoon? Yeah. Where's yeah. my kid? Have I fed him yet? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Luckily, I was able to watch it all before picking him up from daycare. But I was definitely pushing it. <laughs> Sorry, kid. Sorry, Zen. <laughs> Mommy has to watch Squid Game. Sorry about that. I just what? completely immersed myself in this game. Waiting outside in the wind. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh the <sighs> we have more tv talk coming up next oh, yeah. uh, as i said alexis also also did a tv taste test with the new fraser she loved the original how does she feel about the reboot but right now don't forget the 77th annual santa project benefiting ronald ronald mcdonald house charities is going on right now this is the first full week uh and we want you to go see Lori and Julia Tuesday from 3 to 6 at Chanhassen Dinner Theaters. And thanks to listeners who stopped by the Galleria and Edina with a donation last weekend. To see all the Santa Stop broadcasts, it's really easy. Go to mytalk1071.com and enter keyword Santa. And thanks so much, so, so, so much uh, to all of our uh, supporters and all of our charities that are helping us out, all of our partners, including Children's Theater Company. We're going to be back with Alexis's review of the new Frasier next. Friday mornings at 8.30, it's the weekly trivia face-off. Oh, man. Yeah. Let's the go love on. of Kelly <laughs> Jason and Alexis versus everybody. Damn, Lori, we lost. No, we can d- win, right? <laughs> sure, Jan. No. This is the hardest on-air game I've ever played. Oh, yeah. <sighs> Pop culture trivia with questions powered by Trivia Mafia. Kelly Clarkson! 
Kelly Clarkson. Something with a carrot, a cucumber. Monster truck names. Big boy? You're asking me? Um, Crap. Jason knows this. Check it out Fridays at 8.30 or find it in the Jason and Alexis Friday Hour 3 podcast. Yes! Ah! No! <laughs> sounds about right. Slow dance yeah. from the Con Air soundtrack. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Look at you, Holly. <laughs> Slow dancing. <laughs> Three feet away, right? That's right. Put it on the shoulders. Yep. <laughs> Welcome back. Jason and Alexis in the morning. Thanks for being here, everyone. TV talk continues. We have a lot to catch up on. Oh, yes. Um, now, if you've listened to us with any regularity over the years, uh, you you might know pop culture taste. Uh, you might know our pop culture taste. You And if you do, you know that Alexis uh, really, really likes the original Frasier spinoff of Cheers. Love Cheers. Debuted, love it. Yep. Yeah. Debuted on NBC in 1993. Uh, now Frazier is back with a reboot on Paramount Plus. Mm-hmm. Talk to us, Lex. Oh, guys, this pains me to say this isn't it. It's too cheesy. I can't take it. Oh, I'm trying to remember if I fe- the first one didn't feel this cheesy. Um, yeah, I did a three taste test. Oh, you did three. I did three Dang. episodes because I thought, okay, I'm going to give it a good shot here. The person that annoys me the most is his nephew, who, um, gosh, what's his name now? Um, he has a nephew. That's Daphne and Niles' son. He goes to Harvard, and they make him a buffoon. I don't get it. I don't know, understand why. Um that was choices made. That those choices are made. Now look, the original. You know, we had his brother Niles. We had Daphne, his dad Martin. Um, we had Roz. So these amazing side characters that I that you just love. You don't watch really. I didn't watch for Frasier. It was all these other people, right? Yeah, it's a true ensemble. Absolutely, and they're trying to do that here with Frasier's son Freddie, who's a firefighter. He dropped out of Harvard, which of course Frasier's upset about. He's got a roommate named Eve and a baby, and then, not his baby, but the roommate, and then he has some co-workers, um, now a professor, um, so a friend who's also a co-professor, and then also Olivia, who is his boss, the department head at Harvard. And so I love all the kisses to Boston because, you know, I went to college there, so mm-hmm. that's that was super fun to see, but in terms of the connectedness between the characters, it just, I don't feel it. And it's very disappointing because you're right. I love Frasier. But they did try. It's just, I don't oh. think I'm going to go back. You're not? No. Oh. Yeah, I know. Do You tried it too, though, Jason, didn't you? I did. Now, I come at this differently, which is perfect uh, yeah. because we have the full sandwich here. You yeah. are a fan of Frasier. I was not mm. at at all. Um, I loved Cheers, but I was not a fan of Frasier. Okay. Um, I Colin was. Yeah. And we watched, I think two, maybe one. I don't know, and did not enjoy it. I thought the writing was, as you said, really cheesy. Ugh. Um, and I, I now I know why James Burroughs, Jimmy Burroughs, who. 
was on the original Cheers, uh, directed uh, Taxi and Will and Grace and Friends. Now I know why he has steered clear of this, and he did not want anything to do with this revival. Yeah, smart. Um, because it's yeah. just not funny. It really isn't. And I would oh. imagine if I was a Harvard student or grad, I would just be like, really? Because they make this kid and even the son and even the professor <laughs> oh God. just beyond like you don't it, it feels like they're trying too hard. And it it's, doesn't have to take that much as long as there's, there's chemistry between the characters. Yeah. And you can even get past some of the things that seem really unbelievable, like for instance, Fraser, his son Freddie, moves in with him. You're like, okay, I get you have to go with the bit in order to you know enjoy the ride, kind of thing, yes. right? So that I can see where you're going with that. Yeah, it's like the Ewings. Uh, uh, yes, six millionaires, billionaires are not going to live in the no. same house with their wives. <laughs> no, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you understand for comedy it's purposes that that's what you need to do. Uh, but so. Ah, I, I yeah, it, it's it's it was just beyond cheesy to the point where it was really unbelievable and didn't need to be that way. So now this I'm is out. a multi-cam sitcom. The Frasier reboot mirrors that. Yes, the, yep, I, it has the canned laughing. Yeah, I, it, this goes back to the criticism that I had of Night Court. Ah, right. The reboot that happened on NBC, which is far and away a huge hit for the network. This genre, this particular aesthetic genre of television, I think that its time has passed. Yeah. And so we used to accept it because this is just how stories were told. And when a multicam sitcom, for example, directed by James Burroughs, hits it out of the park, it's great. But now mm. it's just cornball. It, is. it has to be real good. Yeah, I, it has to. Because I don't fully agree that it 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 is completely passed. But I do agree that if you're going to do a multi-camera old-fashioned sitcom, it better be to the... And it has to be the level of Friends and the original Cheers. It can't be cheesy because modern audiences will not accept it anymore. Nope. Right. Well, they will not accept the yucka, yucka, yucka. Da, 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 da. They won't accept that <laughs> yeah. anymore. They and just won't. Cheese ball. And we've missed a whole generation of people telling multi-camera sitcom stories. I mean, outside of... If you didn't work for Chuck Lorre... Yeah. You know, the producer mm-hmm. of Two and a Half Men, Big Bang Theory. If you broke, weren't in that, Two Broke Girls, basically, if you weren't working for Chuck Lorre in the past 15 years, you're not exposed to this kind of storytelling. Big you haven't, Bang. Yeah, yeah. exactly. You, yeah. Haven't, you haven't practiced at this. And so if you're just trying to mimic what Frasier was in the 90s without having actually done the work, it might come off a little corny. Yeah. I, this I one's have, big time. I have to fully read his book to then write down the quote and have it at the ready when we talk about stuff like this to once again bring up Jimmy Burroughs. He had a line that he said to um, the guys of Smartless in the promotion of his autobiography, and it's in the biography. And I'm I'm not going to get it exactly right, but it, I keep thinking about it whenever we talk about something like this. And that is, and Jimmy would know this. Jimmy goes, um, there, there are now 300 comedies on, on streaming, on television, but only 30 really good comedy writers. Mm. <laughs> and he's absolutely right. Mm-hmm. There, are o- there are only so many people yeah. that, can, that are really good 
are really good at what they do. That's why back in the day when there was just ABC, CBS, NBC, and then Fox in 86, you got the you had to be the best of the best of the best of the best comedy writers. Yep. To write on shows. Now, look, every year there are, are sitcoms that tank, of course. But Jimmy's right. Now, oh my gosh, between all the streaming, yeah, we have all these sitcoms. We have all these comedies. But there are really only 30 good writers. <laughs> wow. Well, yeah, I'm not going to. I'm certainly not going back. I don't know if Colin will, because like I said, Colin was a fan, but I'm not. He can watch it without me. I'm not going to go back. They did do a wonderful. Another. Yes. Another good on Paramount Plus. There's one other thing that I thought was really sweet, especially if you're a fan of the original series is John Mahoney, you know, who played his dad. They did a wonderful tribute to him. And I thought that was really sweet. The show does have potential. It does. I see where they're going, and there is some heart to it. It's just the execution just feels so cheeseball. Well, that it's just hard writers. to get past that. And right, exactly it's, what it, you just said. That's yeah. probably what it is. They need good writers, yeah. and because uh, it is uh, Frazier in this situation with his son, who's disappointing him, is funny. There's great, and oh. the character of Frazier is funny, hilarious. Um, uh, but no. Yeah. No, I didn't find it funny. I found it cringy. That's probably the word I would use. Within within seven minutes, I think yeah. Colin and I were like, "Ooh!" Even the first airport scene. Oh my! With that nephew. With that ne- nephew. What? He's a buffoon. I was like, "What is this? This is just bad, low hanging fruit comedy writing." And he's supposed to be a Harvard student. Yeah. And look, I know that there's still there's some there you know. It's all different personalities, aloofness, whatever. But that is like borderline just, well, no, it was just moronic. Yeah. And you're right. I'm hearing from so many of you, including our own Alexis Thompson, about the legendary charcuterie board from Red Cow, Red Rabbit. Now, obviously, Thanksgiving is over, but now you're thinking of Christmas and you're thinking of your holiday parties. Well, Alexis got one for Thanksgiving. Rocks. Alex, how was it, girl? Oh, my gosh. It was fabulous. It was a big hit. Everyone loved it. There was something for everyone. Just so many good little delectable delights. Yeah. Very Did nice. Did you like the little pickles? I thought oh, you'd like Oh, my pickles. gosh. Pickles, olives, figs, apricots. Of course, all the meats and cheeses, nuts. Oh, it was just so much fun. So good. You can order yours now. I also heard from Rocks on Instagram. Shot me a day a DM. Thanks for the great idea for the Red Car Charcuterie Board. It was a giant hit today. So be a big hit at your party this month. Order yours online right now. Go to redcowmn.com. You can get all meat. You can get all cheese. You can get a combo. Order today. Redcowmn.com. Click catering and then charcuterie.